in with the count in. Um, you got to count down from 22. i got to count down from 22. Yeah, do I have to do five. this in a foreign language? I heard Mike was saying something about counting down in a foreign language. Can you speak French? Unfortunately, I paid very little attention in my <laughs> primary school Italian classes. <laughs> well, I guess you got to count down from... What, what pick a number, Mike? I don't care. Okay, let's go from 12. By twos. <laughs> By twos? He'll never yes. come back. You guys didn't tell me I was going to have to do math. Math! <laughs> <laughs> so it's all on you, Ewan? You and oh, Ewan I have to start it? So we're starting you, out from you were, 12. You were holding our podcast up. You were holding our podcast up. Okay. Uh, 12, 10, 8, 6, 4... Two, zero. Blast off. Blast off. We told y'all we had a guest last podcast, but we didn't tell y'all who. Surprise, it's Ewan McGregor from Star Wars. We got Obi-Wan Kenobi here. Hello there. Obi-Wan Kenobi himself, yes. Just much less Scottish. You're Scottish, Um, I thought. I, well, I am I am Scottish. My mum's Scottish, so uh, there is some Scottish blood in me. I just don't. I don't have the accent. Sadly, I wish I. I wish I did. Your, yeah. your accent is odd. Like it's not Aussie. No, it's well. So I was born in England, but I moved when I was four. So like I've grown up in Australia. Really, um, it's a uh, maybe a bit of a weird mix. You're British and Australian. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a convict, and I'm. <laughs> that's all you Australians. And the United States, because we have the highest incarceration per capita. Because. So we're naturally best friends. Yes! Yes, that's why we get along on everything. I don't think the United States has ever had a problem with uh, with Australia, except for kangaroos. Fuck them. <laughs> what have you got oh. against kangaroos? They fucking kick people and they hurt. Okay, I've yeah, seen the videos. Don't let a, don't let yeah, a kangaroo hear you say that. Yeah, I'm going to punch it in the face like that dude on the video. But guys, welcome to the Gamer Nation, where we've got uh, where we've got quite a few things that we want to talk about today. Uh, obviously, we're going to start off with the games coming out over the next fortnight or over the next two weeks for you American people. I know what that means. Uh, we'll, be <laughs> uh, we'll be talking about uh, the new Assassin's Creed game. Uh, potentially, is it Far Cry 4, 5, or 6? We don't know. Uh, Alan Wake and its digital problems, uh, which could be a long-term problem, and the PS4 Pro and the Scorpio. All that and more in today's Gamer Nation. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event Gamer Nation, I'm uh, one third today of your hosts. Uh, we've got a, re- re- a rotating chair happening today. Uh, I'm joined along with my brother from another mother, McBeezy. How are you, my friend? Fuck math. <laughs> Why? Math's good. It's math? the same language in every other country, in every 
facet of the world. Until the United States decides to use the empirical system instead of metric system. It's a goddamn conspiracy. I swear to God it is. It's Templars and stuff like that, man, that we've got to worry about. And we are joined by Press Start's own Ewan T. Roxburgh. Ewan, how are you today, my friend? I am I'm very good. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to be here, guys. Thank you very, very much for having me. No, we are honoured. If there was a sword that I could throw myself on to show how appreciative that I am that you are here, that's, that would happen. Oh, that's that's a little excessive. I would uh, never wish that upon anyone. I love that when you when you guest on a podcast, one thing you have to establish very very quickly is uh, whether or not you can swear on the podcast. I love that Blaine starts off by just going "fuck math." Yes, <laughs> made it made it very crystal clear. Yes. Thanks for that. So you can tell he made it all the way through uh, whatever junior high or it is that they call we just call it high school here well, in australia yeah we're not allowed to curse on the fucking podcast so watch your goddamn language <laughs> i'm sorry well, try and keep it i'm sorry time, i don't know what's a junior high so i can't follow along <laughs> <laughs> but as we start every gaming gamer nation podcast as we'll go through what's coming out over the next fortnight blaine do you want to tell me what we may or may not be spending our money on this um there's a lot of money we're gonna have to spend first we've got uh injustice 2 coming out on the ps4 and the xbox one may 16th you've got for honor shadow and mike dlc coming out on all consoles on may 16th as well as well as call of duty black ops 3 zombie chronicles on ps4 pc and xbox one May 16th and June 16th for you. You've got uh, Reservoir Dogs Bloody Days coming out on May 18th. Fire Emblem Echoes Shadows of, how do you say that, Valentia? Uh, May 19th. Dar- Valentia. Valentia. Darksiders Warmaster Edition, May 23rd. Um, fucking Disgaea. Disgaea. Disgaea, whatever. Five. There's apparently <laughs> been five of these games that nobody knows how to fucking pronounce. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out on the Switch May 25th. Vanquish on Steam May 25th. Get Even. We got a lot of releases. Get Even on PC, PS4, and Xbox One May 26th. Friday the 13th. Oh, we talked about yeah. that. Comes out on the consoles, on, on all platforms, I mean, May 26th. Ultra Street Fighter 2, the final challengers on the Switch May 26th. Rhyme on all platforms May 26th. Victor Vran Overkill Edition on PS4 and Xbox One May 30th. Night Trap 25th Anniversary on PS4 Xbox One in spring, along with The Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus on the Switch in spring as well. So that means they're coming soon. So I got to ask Ewan a question. First of all, Ewan, um, to our listeners Uh who don't know, tell them what Press Start is and what you do. Obviously, it's games, but tell us about yourself, please, in Gruesome sure. Uh, so I am a hosting contributor for Press Start Australia. Uh, we are an Australian-centric uh, game website. Um, we uh, write everything from reviews to news coverage, uh, previews, um, editorials, uh, and obviously that spills over into video and podcasting space as well. Um, I primarily do the, the video and, and podcasting stuff, um, including hosting our own podcast, uh, The Startcast. We had to um, pay Ewan a lot of money so he can step down <laughs> and come here to even grace us with his presence. So we want to th- thank you. Uh, we really do appreciate you coming out and hanging out with us, brother. 
No, I know. I I really appreciate you guys having me here. You you didn't have to pay me anything. I totally was all up for doing this. Um, he I just think, doesn't like, want the tax man coming yeah. after. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's all cash. Um, no, like one thing. One thing at Press Start we're we're very passionate about doing is engaging engaging with the community. Um, like we describe ourselves as being like Australian gamers making content for other Australian gamers. We kind of all see us as being in it together. Um, so we we love taking the opportunity to do stuff like this. It's always fun. Because mm. um, just obviously, Blaine, you you guys have got over in America. You've got your big big name companies. You've got your IGN. You've got your GameSpot. You've got Every, every guy in their bloody um, bunker making their own sort of uh, thing. Whereas here in Australia, I think it's a very open market uh, at the moment. And when I sort of stumbled across, across Press Start, uh, I was just like in awe of like the actual quality of content that those guys were actually putting out. And I, I even came across the uh, the Startcast, uh, which was a podcast that obviously, as Ewan said, that he he hosts and runs and does and i started listening to it and i was actually quite surprised uh, when they were actually talking about a few things that they actually responded uh which was <laughs> quite good because there are a couple of places around here which i won't name names or anything like that but you 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 try and sort of get involved with uh their social medias and stuff and that you it sort of falls on deaf ears so that that's definitely a hat off there to the guys at press and start see that's the thing Thank you. And we, we try our hardest. And that's the thing here in America. A lot of people are um, really pretentious and they're like, oh, I don't have to talk to these people. I'm much bigger than they are. Come on, man. I just want to talk about games. That's it. You know, games and TV shows and just all mm. overall nerd greatness. You know what I mean? So, Mikey, um, I got to ask you a question. I'm skipping you because whatever. Ewan, what have you, uh, what have you <laughs> been playing over the last couple weeks, I guess? Um... Truth be told, it's been a bit of a slow period for me in terms of playing games. Um, that being said, I have been playing a bit of Prey that uh, came out just last Ooh. week. Um, I haven't haven't got into that extensively yet, but really enjoying the sort of initial stages of the game. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember what I was playing prior to that. Yeah, you need to come back. You need to give me a second <laughs> to think there. What was I playing prior to that? <laughs> It also There's only together. prey. That's all you hear, have is prey. Is it good? Is it like from what you yeah. played? Uh, what, what 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 kind of vibe are you getting from it? Because I first like, I don't know if you know, but fuck horror games. I don't play horror games because I'm a pussy. All right, okay. <laughs> You're not a, not a horror game fan. Um, I it took me a while to it took me a while to get into horror games. Um, but gradually, kind of over the last few years, I've uh, been been sneaking into them. Um, it took me a while to play Bioshock, for instance. Like I, I didn't play Bioshock until uh, earlier this year, actually. Um, and so I went back to that, and, and Prey like definitely hits some of the same sort of notes that that, that first Bioshock game does. Um, I wouldn't say it's so much of a th- horror as a thriller. Maybe it's not kind of in the same spectrum that I think you know Outlast is, for instance. Um, but uh, it's really really clever game. It makes you sort of think outside the box and use your environment. Uh, and I always love it when games ask that of you. It's probably a more of an atmospheric type of game. Mm-hmm. It is. If that's the way that you could sort of say it, yeah. Yeah, with uh, with the same score of the guy that did uh, Doom last year Ooh. as well. So you can just imagine. <sighs> All right, yeah, I gotta play it. Yeah, I gotta play it. I actually saw the at PAX this this year, uh, mm-hmm. where myself and Ewan finally met in real life. It was it mm-hmm. was quite an emotional and um, romantic. There was a field of dandelions. Slow motion kiss. But I actually went to the the Doom 
uh, panel and oh, the yeah. guy who's the Aussie, he actually scored the, the previous Doom, the newest Mech. Doom game. Mm-hmm. Man, he is passionate about that shit. He is, he, he lives and breathes. You can really tell how passionate he is. I've, I've said this multiple times on mm-hmm. my Facebook and stuff. Doom soundtrack is the absolute best soundtrack to work out to. Um, it, it really is. <laughs> like when the devil is, is telling the story, the demon is telling the story about the Doom guy and he's like, he chose the path of perpetual torment. In his ravenous hatred, he found no peace. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. I'm bench pressing right <laughs> in this place. I am the Doom guy. It's the best thing ever. Now it really that it's going to me as well, um, I have, of course, been playing Zelda. That was, there I don't know go. how that slipped my mind. Minor brain fart. But yeah, I've been playing, been playing a bit of Zelda recently as well. No, I was just going to say, like, Zelda is just so time consuming. It is. And I'm sort of, like, going at it, like, um, here and there. Like, I'm not sort of sinking in hours at, hours at one time. I'm sort of, like, going in, like, getting another tower or getting another shrine and then jumping back in. So I'm sort of, like, taking quite a piecemeal mm. approach to it. But um, it's been fun, like, that way. Like, the Switch suits that sort of game yeah, gameplay I think like you can Absolutely. just sort of jump in do a couple of things here and there um, and then bounce Sad back out again he, yeah. he doesn't have a Nintendo Switch yet Switch Sorry, oh man. you just have to steal someone else's like I do oh that's <laughs> a good idea so Nish I'm gonna come the perks of working for a video game website <laughs> <laughs> Mikey what have you uh, what have you been playing oh, with buddy well it happened what happened I finished Mass Effect you did not Ooh. I did. 80 hours. 80 hours? Fair effort. Holy shit. And... Hashtag disappointed. What? <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us why, or is it, like, spoilery? But, like, the... It's... It, the payoff just was not there for me. Yeah. Um, the character development was not there. I think that since Dragon Age Inquisition, uh, which is basically when Bioware and EA really I think EA really started tightening their grip on the on Bioware unfortunately and sort of forcing them like you need you need your open world you need to do this and it's just so disrespectful of my time like that game should not have taken 80 hours like with the the previous Mass Effect trilogy you went to a planet and you had the missions to do there on that planet uh, but with the, the latest Mass Effect, I mean, it can span across the whole galaxy. Right. And you might just have a small little quest to go back to one planet and just say, hey, here you go, I'm done. And then it's like, oh, thank you. I'm just like, well, fuck you. Yeah, uh, I can understand that. What else besides <laughs> Mass Effect? I was just so disappointed. Um, I did play Prey. Uh-huh. And I did something that I haven't done in a very long time. You cried. I returned it. <gasps> oh. You did what? We've had quite a different experience then. Yeah. Um, like, I put on my YouTube uh, at Mad Mikey Gaming. Uh, the Mikey's got two E's. Uh, don't forget to check it out. I did the first sort of 15 minutes. Uh, I did a first 15 minutes sort of gameplay of it. And, uh-huh. it, like, it was just sort of the intro area. And, like, I'd had a few drinks. And I was actually enjoying it. But... I, I sort of played it a bit later on that night, and I was just like, this is just something that I can't see myself getting into right now. Hmm. Um, maybe I'll pick it up down the track. I don't know, but the main part of that game that I didn't like was the fact that it 
doesn't have anything to do with the original Prey, which mm-hmm. I absolutely love. Oh, that is quite unfortunate. Yeah, I get that. I don't understand. You're a game hoarder, but you returned the game. You're just... I know. You've got to repeat your destiny mistakes all over again. You bought it 17 yeah. times. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Mikey said to me, she's like, but you're a game collector. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. But... Um, I did actually trade it in for a, or I took it back for a purpose because I actually wanted to pick up Dreamfall Chapters, which finally came out. Fair. And that is a game that uh, we've been talking about on the podcast for a couple of weeks that I've been really looking forward to. I know I've got it on PC, but I, I want to sit back on the couch and play it. Right, um, right. Now that it's actually finished. So I've been playing a bit of that. Uh, also been doing a bit of streaming with uh, my Heavy Rain series, and I did some recording of the Alan Wake series that I'm doing as well Alan on YouTube. Wake. But yeah, um, with the Heavy Rain, like I'm getting actual copyright bloody strikes against my name, not, which is really annoying. The cinematics, they just kind of, or the music, something like that. No, it, it's not even that. It's like uh, the first one that I got when I first started doing it, um, I streamed it on YouTube and... It was just putting on a radio, and it was just some strange orchestral music. Like, it wasn't, like, a, an actual song or anything like that. Uh, actually, only really went for maybe a minute uh-huh. or so. Mm. Okay. Um, and then the last one that I did from uh, this weekend, it was... You were just at a party, mm. and the music in the background that was playing. And it goes for, for like, four minutes. So, I'm actu- I actually do sort of... Uh, challenge that and I like well I'm talking over it I'm editing over this so that actually takes part and falls under the the fair use policy so actually got lifted the first time so I don't think I should have any issues for the second time either it's just it's get just with annoying me. Mm. get with me after the podcast not tell you how to uh, get around that I can't say it on air though <laughs> I can't say it on air but Beasy do I have to guess what you have been playing my friend Yes, yes, you do. Overwatch. No. Oh shit. Okay, we're yes, in virgin, actually, we're in virgin yeah, territory now, people. <laughs> I, I played. I played. I've, been, I've played Overwatch. I've actually set it down for the past week. Um, they've got the first anniversary. It's very strategic. So just relax for a second. I'm not giving up on Overwatch. <laughs> I will never give up on Overwatch because Tracer is bay. Um, Agreed. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm happy someone finally agrees with me. Um, <laughs> So, they got a first year anniversary event coming out, and I'm assuming Doomfist is about to drop. Um, Keep living that dream, buddy. I know, right? Uh, So, I'm going to take a break from it. So, I've actually been playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto Online with all my friends in Valor Guard. They know who they are. Joe, Bree, Caitlin, Shane, all of y'all. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we've been playing GTA Online, just kind of doing heist and stuff, because they had double money on heist. I've also uh, been continuing watching uh, Vikings, which um, I like a lot, because it's really, really cool. So by the sounds of it, like the last couple of weeks, you've just been just meh? Is that just like it, gamer fatigue that you're probably sort of hitting at the no, moment? I'm, just, I'm not really uh, into the whole, I want to kill everybody and beat everybody right now. I'm kind of just dicking off on Grand Theft Auto doing shenanigans and stuff like that. I mean, who doesn't do shenanigans on GTA? Well, that's what it's there for, isn't it? Uh-huh. So, uh, let's go ahead and start talking a little bit about the uh, latest news. The news. So, the news. Um, earlier on this week, uh, I don't mean to brag, but 
No, I, did, I had nothing to do with it. Um, You're going to break. There, there, there's actually been a couple of slow sort of leaks around the Assassin's Creed latest iteration uh, and what it's actually going to be called. There's been screen leaks and things like that. Uh, I actually got in contact with Ewan uh, about this the other day too because uh, I actually uh, I'm a member of the Australian Assassin's Guild and somebody posted some pictures uh, potentially uh, being around Assassin's Creed Empire, but it actually had on there, slash, it had Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, so that's actually up in the air at the moment, whether it's going to still be called Empire or whether it's going to be called Origin. And they, they, it looked like there were a couple of art pieces and I sort of approached you and I said, hey, have you guys sort of heard or anything about this sort of thing? And you and what did you have to say to me? Uh, we always treat Assassin's Creed leaks with a little bit of caution, um, just because they, they do kind of come through quite readily, like every year there's leaks. Mm. Um, in saying that though, uh, I think these ones are probably somewhat accurate concept artwork, um, especially there was like the, the screen grab that sort of came, came in the last week or so. Yeah, that well. came the day after, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, um, and that, that certainly looks legit, uh, at least in, in my eyes, so, um. I think, uh, I think, yeah, these leaks are pretty accurate of what the, the game will be come end of this year. And if it, if they are true, oh my god, it looks bad ass. Oh, okay. Whoa, I thought you were going to end with bad there. And I was like, <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm so, so excited for this. I'm, I'm like we're a big ancient that. history fan, um, like Roman Empire, Egyptian, Greek Empire as well. Mm. Um, so I'm really excited for the setting. This looks really, really cool. Yeah. We're talking about the leak here. And for those who don't know, uh, we got some screenshots. Actually, this, is, this isn't the first screenshot we got of the sort for um, Assassin's Creed, uh, but it's, it's what, Egyptian, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes. That, that, okay, that's yeah. where all the rumors and everything are sort of pointing towards. I remember I posted this on my uh, my, my personal, not personal, but uh, my gaming Facebook. My PZ Gaming with an underscore. Shameless plug. Shameless um, plug. Someone had managed to grab a picture on a subway. I think it was a subway or a bus or something along that nature, public transport, of somebody working on Assassin's Creed Origin um, Empire on a laptop on the phone. This was month, two months ago, three months ago. I'd have to go back and find it. But um, <laughs> so it's been it's been around. Um, I can't believe y'all didn't hear that. Uh, it, it's been around for a while. I'm to be honest with you. I'm with you in on this. Uh, the Egyptian mythology is amazing. I love it. Yeah, I mean, and that Greek and all that. And yeah, and uh, from the the screenshot that actually came out, there was uh, it, it was traveling on a boat, mm-hmm. and I, I sort of did a bit of uh, digging around because I'm such a freaking amazing journalist. <laughs> um, uh, Greece is just you know just just like a New Zealand to Australia. Uh, it's just a boat ride across uh, a small sort of scale of water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, obviously Greece played a big part in sort of the Egyptian times and whatnot. Um, but what I was actually really interested in was, uh, the, the artwork and the weaponry that, uh, the, the main character is going to have. And the fact that Moses was actually in there. Um, a lot of people, yeah, Moses. So, um, Moses obviously freed all the slaves back in the day, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, if the the actual Assassin's Creed order started from being slaves under sort of a 
probably not official, but Templar rule back in those days. They always have sort of played around with history in these games, so I wouldn't be surprised if that is something they they do here again. Hmm. If it's a time period that works, and I'll be first to say, first of all, let me just say this about um, Assassin's Creed: Origin is the most unoriginal fucking name. Oh yeah, I've ever heard. It's terrible. Yeah. It really is. I, I can understand why they would name it that, um, because it's probably going to be the start of that. Because this is what if is this the earliest in history Assassin's Creed mm. would be? It would have to be. The, mm. Yeah. Oh, yes. first, yeah. The first one was uh, the Altair and in like the Crusades, right? And the Crusades, yeah, in, yeah. In the thousands, I guess. It's but then, years. but then in the second one, you sort of learned about how Adam and Eve and everything in the came about. So yeah, they touched on it. It's it's. I really hope that they know where they're going with this. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for a while, I've, I've got the feeling that you know they're kind of dragging out. Assassin's Creed, which I still think they're kind of doing it, but if they can keep a coherent and concurrent story going on, I'm kind of fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, my, wor- my worry is that it's not going to be radically different enough. Um, I was really excited to hear that they were taking some time away from the franchise, sort right. of reevaluate it a little bit. Um, and based on kind of like the information we're getting so far it does feel a little bit too samey um i think it i would be much more excited about if it did feel like a total overhaul um origins you're right is kind of like a generic name um i would have loved to have seen something a bit more exciting um empire i don't think would have really done that either that was like the the first sort of a name attached with this game right um that seems kind of pretty standard as well right um but you know, I'm still I'm still optimistic. I, again, I like the idea of the setting. Uh, I'm I'm in support of that. But uh, yeah, I just hope like I hope this is a bit more than your standard Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, because nice. they really need a name that is just going to say we are back. Mm. Th- th- we are new. We are fresh. We've had our time off. This is going to be where it's going from now on. This is because let's face it. Like if they're taking this year off to sort of redefine and and sort of re sort of boot the franchise whatever they're doing now is probably going to be whatever's going to happen for the next couple of games Mm -hmm. and another thing is they're not going to be able to take another year off especially if this game is like oh it's the same thing it's like guys what were y'all fucking doing last year besides the movie well, the, the the small the small issue is with the the Vendetti uh, potential sort of corporate takeover that might be sort of taking right. place. Um, what I mean, if they take over, then Ubisoft. I mean, you could see the same thing sort of happen that's happened with Bioware with the EA sort of buyout. I suppose. Yeah, EA's the devil. <laughs> I don't think they're the devil, but. I think that money talks. They sit next to the devil with his right hand. <laughs> I'm not a EA fan. I don't, know if you can tell or not. I don't mind EA. I mean, um, they they generally have their periods where they'll put out some good stuff, but yeah. Unfortunately, I have to stomach them because they own Star Wars. Mm, they put Amy Ennig in, in charge of a Star Wars game. I'm like. I'm pretty supportive of that move. Yeah, 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 I'll be supportive too. And they'd have to <laughs> basically, they would have to basically say, hey, Luke Skywalker is a bitch for me to like, okay, well, you guys are never getting my business with Star Wars again. Luke Skywalker was trained by Ewan over here. So Ewan is Luke a bitch? No, he, he was kind of. No, he was, no, no. Ewan didn't train Luke. 
Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness trained Luke, okay? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Obi-Wan was reincarnated as an old man. Like Poor thing. Whatever. Whatever. But yeah, what I just I just trade Darth Vader, so <sighs> Ooh, too soon. <laughs> but while we're, while we're talking about sand, um, Far Cry. <laughs> really in segue. Let's say. I guess we found the song we're singing. <laughs> it's going to potentially be in the mother wild west, and I can't be happier. Wild West is something that does not get used enough. Mm-hmm. I agree. Although this is going to make any leaks that kind of come out really confusing to separate between Red Dead and, and Far Cry, if they are in fact mm. like both Wild West games. Because um, we've already had like a screenshot that kind of came out that was like a, a, a supposed leaked screenshot, right, that was getting tossed around. It could well have been fake, like it was hard to sort of verify. Um, yeah. But it made me realize, like, well, is this is this Red Dead or is this Far Cry? Like, we, we don't really know what we're looking at now. Surprise, mm. it was actually mm. for another game. It was for an MMO. I forget the name of it, but it was, it's a Western oh, MMO. Was it? Yeah, it came out the other oh, day. Oh, right, there you go. Just, Adding to the confusion. Don't, don't tease me. Yeah, um, is there a Western MMO coming out? Yes, there is. I forget the name of it. I'll find it for you. But uh, don't don't you lie to me. Let's see what would it be called? Hold on. I will never play another game if there is a Western MMO. I mean, yeah, I miss this Western MMO. Sounds great. Oh. I mean, you kind of got um, what you call it, um, Red Dead. But while you look at yeah, MMO. but but while you while you're looking that up, uh, McBeezy, um basically, it it I, I got a bit confused when they sort of announced that it, it was going to be taking that Western setting because a couple of days prior to that, uh, over on uh, Ubisoft's Far Cry Twitter account, they showed a picture of I th- I think it was uh, the island from Four, and they they said uh, mm. a place that we've never actually I really left. So they were they were sort of, I think they were sort of pointing in the position that they were going to be revisiting um Vas mm-hmm. Island or whatever it's called. So when I and then I read that it was potentially the western setting I was like oh maybe they'll just go back to sort of colonial time back before Vas took over and it was all green <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. Um I want Far Cry to be a western. Yeah, well, um I played Primal. I love Primal. I don't know if y'all played Primal, but I was incredibly happy with Primal. Its mechanics were incredibly uh, different, but they felt familiar. I liked riding the animals. I liked mm. sicking animals on people. And I think they can really build <laughs> off of that, too, because Western's really uh, um, a different time period from what they've ever visited, you know? Uh, bolt action. It's when men yeah. were oh, men. God, yeah. How cool would it be just to sift for gold in a river? Oh, no, just just to have a problem with someone instead of pussyfooting around it, like, oh, sorry, did I upset your feelings? No, I will see you at dawn. Mate. Draw. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. Yeah, 
Yeah, we we spoke about this on uh, the Startcast last week as well. We we talked about that that same post on uh, I think it was on a Facebook page, like these like um, Ubisoft Italio's Facebook page or something like that. Um, they uh, they posted out the you like you never really left a picture of the island. Yeah, um, and we uh, we talked about the the potential of of going back um, and seeing Vars and and being in that same setting, whether or not that worked. And I think we decided you know that 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 could work, sort of just uh, you know taking a new series of characters but revolving around that one island and that one bad guy um at the same time though we kind of suggested maybe this is just kind of like uh just social media sort of move and in reinvigorating interest or keeping that interest going for far cry in the lead up to e3 um mm-hmm. so we said that we'd be like cool with going back to that setting but at the same time i think i'd be a lot more excited to see it go to I wild west oh, in agreement i want to walk into a bar with the swinging doors and i want to shoot everyone inside the fucking bar oh was that too have you well, spoken I, to a professional? Was that too American for y'all? I'm sorry. I can't. We're, we're tricking out. <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't settle your problem like men in the, in, in down under? Well, we we just were... Our, uh, but, but, we had dream but, time but, here. But, but, okay. We know who the real country is now. Hmm. <laughs> you terrible, Sydney, man. The one with very lax gun control laws. <laughs> yeah. And Donald Trump is their president. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I think this like the the Western setting though does lend itself very well to a Far Cry game. I think like in terms of the outposts, like you, you can have your uh, sort of wanted what do you call them the outlaws sort of setting up a bases and you can go and take them out like very much in the way you kind of do in Red Dead yeah. I suppose like you're uh, sort of like t- ticking off those bounties or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it, it works like really well and they could have like a civil war setting very much like uh, Far Cry games often do some sort of you know. Air region and turmoil. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that lends itself very well. Like, it happens. And there have been really good sort of Western games prior to that. I mean, you had you had Gun, which was on the Xbox 360 and the Xbox and PlayStation 2 and everything like that. Mm. Uh, that was actually a really good game, in my opinion. But you know, as you guys can obviously hear, I'm a bit partial to, to the old Western game. But even so, like back in uh, the old PC DOS games, uh, you had Outlaws uh, by Lucas Arts. That was a really, Oregon really Trail. good game. Um, even back as far. Yes, it was. Game, <laughs> so let me let me ask y'all. No, what? Facebook no, game. get out of here. Let me let me, let me ask y'all this question now. We've got Red Dead Redemption <laughs> Two coming out. We found this out. What? Uh, when did we find out about Red Dead Two? September? September of last year, yeah. Um, it was right before my last birthday. Year. It was a great present. Um, and then and then what? Eight months later, we find <laughs> out, oh, hey, guys, Far Cry is going to be a Western. Do you think they're kind of feeding off of um, Red Dead's obvious and inevitable success? You'd have to. Um, yeah, maybe. Whether right. they'll be able to achieve that, though, is a whole other question. Can can they really go toe to toe with with a, a rock uh, Sorry, a rock star. Um, well, uh, the obvious answer to that is yeah, no. I mean, yeah. obviously, you're not uh, going to be able to go. And succeed. But what I'm thinking is, from yeah. a um, a standpoint, is kind of uh, yeah. But can we ride their coattails and make a good chunk of money for ourselves? 
The only way I think they could do it is if they released the game earlier, like maybe like two, three weeks sort of before uh, Red Dead. Because um, that way you might sort of pick up an interest of the people that are hanging for Red Dead. Like, I really want to play this Western game, like Mad Mikey here. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and that way you might, they, you might kind of like tempt them over. And like, oh, well, I'll just play this Far Cry game. Like, it's getting decent reviews. I'll just play this until, until Red Dead comes out. Um, and we know, we know, you know that uh, might be a good that, marketing that move. Rockstar's very patient ooh, releasing ooh. their games. And I don't think they'd mind releasing it after Far Cry, even though uh, that'd be a cheesy move on Far Cry's part. Because you know, that that, that be honest, that would be. Um, but mm. at the same time, that they're not going to rush their game. Rockstar never does. I mean, no. they've got a game in no 2013. <laughs> when they've made how many? I think they've they've made a yes. billion dollars on GTA Five now. Sure. I'm fairly sure they made a billion dollars like in the first day it was on sale. I think it, broke, like, it was astronomical. The sales game. To put it in perspective, like GTA Five is the largest Holy entertainment shit. release in history, like ever. Serious? Like it's bigger than any movie, anything. It is oh that that God, big a that's, game. That's incredible. That's a I believe so. Like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big stan. I love sports and stuff like that. So that that's like holy shit. Because <laughs> 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 you got those bigger than your prequels. Don't you talk know? bad about them. Yeah. <laughs> no. Deserve no. Me, sir. <laughs> I guess I'll take credit for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Vink's entirely my oh, idea. My goodness. <laughs> oh. But also, like, um, do, do you think this is still like with with the current gen of consoles these days? Do you think that this is a Western is something that is I mean, easy for them now to make? Because, because, like, obviously, back on the PlayStation Two yeah. days, everything was brown. And and still to these days, like I, I guess some games are sort of still struggling well, at the moment. Like Western it's, it's could be funny, an easy way to do that. I don't know. Well, the, the extra like the extra power allows the tumbleweed animations or something. Oh, I love a good tumbleweed, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, like I, I think um, I don't think it's necessarily a, a power thing. Um, I think kind of game preferences like do come and go and they, they do uh, sort of wane or kind of grow depending on what's coming out and when. Like uh, we, we're seeing this pushback now against modern shooters and, and we've got Call of Duty and, and Battlefield kind of going back to the past again. Um, so I think kind mm-hmm. of like the, the trends and the, the preferences do do change about a little bit. Um, and at the moment, people tend to be liking sort of historical-based stuff, so maybe Western has kind of Very come true. through there. Um, honestly, though, like we talked about the power that, that Rockstar have, I think they can really kind of dictate dictate interest. Like if they want to do a future, <laughs> like a game set on a distant planet out, you know, like a, like a Mass Effect-style <laughs> game, for instance, yeah. they, they could totally do that and people would be excited all the same. Um, so I think they just kind of have that, that power to really set the tone. Imagine, like... A Star Mikey. Wars GTA game. <laughs> That's it's called it's called thirteen thirteen, and we're never going to get it. I'm still so bitter about that. <laughs> uh, I will forever be bitter about that, Mike. You mentioned you mentioned the brown in the games and stuff, and I mean the devil EA had the option to make um, both Battlefront and Battlefield not brown, and every fucking map they had was brown. <laughs> I mean, surely they're just I feel like No, they're all brown. They're all brown. <laughs> but I will just they say one more thing on this whole uh, Western Far Cry thing. Uh, 
Ubisoft did put out a actual uh, Q&A about where they wanted the next setting to be and apparently the western mm. setting was one of the one of the uh, high ranking ones. Well, that sounds good to me. It does sound very good. That sounds good to me. Um moving on a little bit here. Mikey, tell everybody about the game you gifted me uh, not too long ago. Yeah, Alan Wake. Um, It's actually just been announced. And this is a bit of concern for me and just sort of digital media in general. Uh, That's why I am an avid uh, video game collector. I like to have the physical copy and whatnot. But Alan Wake is no longer going to be available for sale on Xbox 360, on Steam, uh, or in any brand new physical medias uh, as of next week due to uh, copyright or whatever issues they have with it. Yeah, it's a music music uh, licensing issue, right? Like um, uh, like a contract on some yeah. track and the game had expired and they're having to renegotiate it and whilst... And it's not worth it at the end of the day, is it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Especially for a game that's been out for so long, I suppose. Maybe they're just reluctant to do it and, and fork up the money that's involved. But you're right. Like, it is concerning from like an archival sort of standpoint of ensuring that these games are available for years to come. Hmm. I know concerning. I know. back in the day, and uh, maybe you and you're maybe a bit too young to know this, uh, Blaine, you may be young enough not to care, but um, when I was uh, a young man of 18, 19 years old, uh, the, uh, you sort of go through this time and obviously you can't afford every game that you want and you sort of look back to the past and I was thinking, oh, I wouldn't mind playing Indiana Jones and The, the Last Crusade or the, the Search for Lost Atlantis or all of those old sort of uh, games and you, you couldn't buy them anywhere uh, because there they just weren't the floppy disks and things like that anymore and uh, obviously the digital market wasn't uh, the way it is now and there actually used to be websites called Abandonware where you could actually find those games on there and they were basically free because uh, digital rights and rights and whatnot had sort of passed on and they weren't able to sell those games but there was actually uh, an Abandonware website where you could just go and you could download it freely and... You know, if it worked, it worked. But it, it's all about sort of preservation of this beautiful art that we call gaming here. Mm. Alan Wake will be available through torrents. And I mean, it's, it's, you know, we don't like the but piracy aspect of no. it. But the fact that this music company is taking this game, how long has Alan Wake been out? Uh, true story, it came out the same day that Red Dead Redemption came out. Okay, Alan Wake's been so, out for a long time. Yeah. The fact yeah. that this 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 music, whoever it belongs to, is they're like, hey, we want more money because your game success was shitty, and the fact that they're using that money, I no, it wouldn't be that they're asking for more money. It's just the fact that they paid for it for to have the rights to that song on their game for a certain amount of time, and that time's up now. It, it's very much like in the music industry where if you write a song um, and you sing that song, you there's there's a certain stat statute of limitation to how long it can be until somebody else can actually sing that song okay then why would uh why would alan wake knowing that they the the creators of it knowing they want this game out for a long time to sell many many copies of it only release a song for um x amount of years well Mm. it's it's hollywood i suppose yeah i think like that is concerning because um 
as as you as you guys probably know that like I, I consider video games and and you're probably in agreement I'd hope um, video games are like an art form um, I don't consider oh, yeah. a video game any different to the types of artwork you'd see hanging from the walls of an art museum or in the pages of a book or on a cinema screen um, and they're very carefully archived and protected and yet video games just aren't given the same treatment and really it's, i think it's up to us as, as gamers and and as the developers as well to ensure ensure that happens um and you're right in that like they have released this game uh with almost kind of like a time frame in mind like this this, this music was only licensed for so long uh and the fact that it's just going to disappear from shelves is somewhat concerning and again you're like right and like it's not going to disappear into the ether and suddenly just be wiped off the face of the earth like people are going to be able to uh, still be able to download it fortunately it it came about sort of in the digital era mm. um but at the same time, it's just like a worrying precedent that, you know, games exist for only a period of time and then we sort of forget about them and there's no other way to sort of purchase them again. Um, I think there should always be like a store presence for, for games. Um, yeah. And if people want to be able to access that media through legal means, there should be a way to do that. That's what the second hand market's there for, I suppose. But yeah. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But I know with Alan Wake, they they had a couple of licensed songs on there. I think there was some by Roy Orbison and a couple of other sort of Roy indie Orbison. indie guys. But Roy Orbison was the, probably the bigger bigger one on there. Well, I'm glad you gifted it to me on Steam at least. That uh, yeah. <laughs> takes a load off my shoulders. I haven't got to play it yet, and I would like to. And I'm probably, like I said, probably starting next week. Yeah, uh, I'm, well, I'm in the same boat here. Like, as soon as I heard this news, I jumped on Steam and made sure I, I did have it purchased. Um, and they've heavily discounted it as well. Remedy have heavily discounted 90% it. 90% off or something like that. I think it's 90% off. Like that. It, was yeah. like, it was down from, like, 30 bucks to 3 bucks. That's all US. But, yeah. Um, uh, but Remedy is, for probably giving that, them the okay to do that because yeah. they're, they're like, we want to make sure that this sort of gets out there to people who don't have it. Absolutely, right. absolutely. It's uh, I don't know. It's it's weird because this game potentially can never come back, and it'll end up. You remember the uh, old Atari game? This is kind of a different situation. Old Atari game ET that was buried and uh, mm-hmm. they eventually found it a few years ago. Man, there's no such thing as like you can you imagine like thirty years. Yeah, dude, Alan Wake didn't exist. That's not a real game, dude. There's a real game. There's footage of it on YouTube. And at this time, there's one. <laughs> there's, a, there's a trillion videos on YouTube, and Google decided that we're not going to put any relevant searches up the correct way. We're going to put what we want. So you can't find Alan Wake videos. And <laughs> mm. it was just, it's, you know, it doesn't exist. Yes, it does. My dad played it. My dad played it. <laughs> oh, so, um, Mikey, I, I read a report yeah. this uh, week. You and YouTube, I read a report. I don't know if y'all saw it, but um, it, 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 they did a survey for the new PlayStation 4 Pro and the Scorpio, and um, it doesn't seem like they are catching the traction that people would hope with gamers. Like, it's almost like nobody really wants them. I'll let you go, Ewan. <laughs> no, I don't, this is a tricky one. Um... I think it really does sort of depend on, on who you ask. And I'm confused because there was, like, so much talk about... Uh, there was so much excitement and anticipation for, like, um, mid-generation console... Uh, a mid-generation sort of console mm-hmm. launch uh, and more regular release of consoles. Um, there seemed to be a great deal of interest. And now that 
there are some out there and we've got some more more details about what that might evolve suddenly the interest seems to have shifted like i don't know it doesn't quite all add up in my mind um I think there's, like, a, a hardcore group of gamers that are sort of keen about really pushing pushing the, the power of their, of their consoles. Um, there is a swathe of gamers that do care for powerful consoles without necessarily kind of going into the complexity that is PCs. Um, so I can understand that, but maybe there are a particularly small sort of vocal uh, minority, I suppose, where the majority of console gamers couldn't really care. They just kind of want something that's affordable and, and they get more excited about the games. Right. Um, and I think maybe that's sort of been the problem with Scorpio. Well, like with Scorpio, we've yet to see anything really in terms of games. Um, and uh, on the PS4 Pro, we've not seen anything that is really kind of offering a totally different experience right. than what you'd get on the OG console uh so maybe the only way that these companies are namely um sony and microsoft are going to be able to speak to to gamers um at maybe a casual market in terms of the hardcore as well but is is through games it's like through the experiences they're actually going to be having on these consoles rather than the hardware themselves um i think like another problem sorry uh, i'll I'll give you a second go go in a second mikey i'm just getting all these ideas flung to me um (laughs) Uh, as well as that I, I found with the PS4 Pro it wasn't until I got my hands on it um, that I really appreciated it for what it was um, it's one thing to sit there at your monitor and read a bunch of stats and numbers and mm. and see kind of like comparison images and stuff like that but until you're playing Horizon in 4K at 60fps with HDR on like you don't really appreciate what a difference that, that makes visually um, and performance wise um, so I think it's like got a, a number of problems which I, they're going to have to address if that's something they want to push otherwise I think they are best sticking with a sort of six to eight year sort of console generation well Mikey you mm. got the PlayStation 4 Pro don't you yes I do well I, are you excited about it I, I, I enjoy my PlayStation 4 Pro I see the issue that they and all of these gaming companies have been doing is that they throw these numbers at people as you and sort of touched on before when they're when they're advertising and trying to sell it and it's just like I don't give a shit about these numbers show me what you can do oh. and that's the that's been the main issue behind the PlayStation VR as well and and just VR in general I mean the other day I was at my local Target and there's like five or six VR units there and I'm like hmm my birthday's coming up I've never seen this VR thing, but what has PlayStation put out on VR lately? I think, I think, yeah, I think I I got a couple theories behind this here. They make these, but they make these things and they don't do anything. Okay. So let me ask you this, Mikey. Um, how do you show someone how awesome, uh, for example, how awesome VR is when all they have is a TV and they don't have VR? You can't. You okay. can't. So, that's the problem. Mm. Well, that, that that's VR. Well, okay. Problem. Now, how that's do that. I sell someone the benefits of a 4K console when all I have is a 1080p console? See, we're we're in the um, middle right here. Okay. A lot of the gamers, um, hmm. 4K is caught on, and it's going to be the next big thing. But we're at the point to where 720p was cheap enough uh, to where I would sacrifice a 1080p TV back in the day to get a 720 to save. Uh, about half the price okay so what i think is happening here is gamers are hmm. like man i really can't afford to go out there and buy the new playstation pro i would have to buy a whole new tv with it too to get the um the full uh experience with it you see what i'm saying 
Well, no, you, you no, you don't. You, and that's that, that's where Sony really stuffed up with their advertising. Like Xbox is doing it too. With the extra power that they've got. But with the extra power of the, the PlayStation mm-hmm. Pro, um, you've got that option to either play in 4K or you can play at 1080p, 60 frames per second, bang, just clean, fresh. And to be honest uh, with the two of you guys, I actually prefer 1080p, 60 frames per second. Okay, so let me ask you this now. What do those numbers mean to someone who doesn't know what they are? Well, you can't really sell exactly. anybody Exactly. That. That's the problem. I don't think they're... I think for the first time, consoles and console makers... They're, they're having a hard time selling to their audience. Joe Blow. Their audience. Yeah. Because it's, it's different. It's like the same thing as a car. I'm a car guy also. I sell cars. Uh, I'm a gearhead. I love fast cars. But when I shout out six, zero to 60 times, quarter mile times, horsepower, torque ratings and stuff, people are like, um, does it, does it have an... <laughs> On one Does it have an guys. auxiliary cord? <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> there we go. I can relate it to you. Does it have an auxiliary cord? Does it have a touchscreen? Yes, it has that. But did you? I play Forza. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's, that's part of the issue is it's, it's we're in the middle of a technology right now. And I think it was a bad time to start coming out with 4K when uh, 4K is going to be around for another seven years. Um, it's just getting started. And then. Yeah. The 8K, yeah. 10K, it's just the way, it's just technology yeah. now. More's law. And I do, I will say this, like with uh, with PlayStation and, and with Sony as a, as, a, as a company as well, like I have always admired that they are technological pioneers. They do mm-hmm. lead the way. Um, with the Look at the PS3 sort of being the first really sort of consumer Blu-ray uh, player on the market. Um, yeah, it was frightfully expensive. Oh. Um, but they were, they were really sort of leading. Huh. <laughs> they were really sort of leading the way in terms of technology. Um, I think they're, they were quite keen to be the first console for a sort of really consumer-friendly VR product on the market as well. Um, but you're 100% right that, like, it is it is a hard sell. Like, you can't you can't really just show a video and expect people to get it. Um, and uh, I think that's where they... There is, like, in-store demos that were, like, touring VR around mm-hmm. Australia and allowing you to make bookings in shopping centres to go and try it. Like, I think that makes a lot of sense, but at the same time, it probably just wasn't as widespread as it, as it needs to be. Um, they really need to make sure they kind of get it in everyone's hands so they can really live I, that experience and justify the cost really, of it. And, and I, I was so dirty at you well. guys' press start at PAX last year. Uh-huh. Or it could have been the year before, I can't remember, but you had to get in there first thing to get into that PlayStation buddy line. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I was there at, I kid you not, 7 o'clock in the morning because I'm like, okay, I've seen everything. There's no panels that I want to see this morning. I am going to, I'm going to experience VR. Uh-huh. And I ran my fat ass over there and I did <laughs> not make it. And they're like, sorry, this is the cutoff line. I'm like, and they're like, it's going to be a four hour wait from here. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'll wait. And they're like, yeah, but I, it's the press and everybody afterwards. And then I see you guys put up your bloody feature. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, we made here, use of that first. Here's, what, VR, um, here's what the consoles need to do. They need to let the Apples and the Samsungs take away, the Google take away with it. Um, make it cheaper. Uh, for example, Samsung has the Galaxy Gear headset that you just hook your phone into. It's cheap. So let people experience decent VR first, and then you come out with your bangers, your your PlayStation VR 
HTC Vive, all that, and do gaming on that. That's that's I think the approach that they really need to take. Well, Apple need to, I think, jump into the VR space with their new phone uh, coming out this year. I WWDC is next month. We might be hearing something about it. Hmm. Like I'm, I'm due for a new Apple. Uh, so I'm really hoping that like there's VR with that that will be nice. that phone. There what, has what to be. Of, what sort of uses do you want to see from VR? Like, what, what would you want Apple well, or Google to okay, do? Okay, so this Porn. is me right here. I love I love the tech. My, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge techie geek junk guy. I love it. I love it so much. So VR has an incredible capability. Um, not just gaming. Okay, VR is bigger than gaming. It's the next big thing. Um, if you see Google, Apple, Samsung, and Facebook getting into it, you know it's something big, okay? So I don't think the future is as much as is VR as it is in AR. Um, do either of you guys use Snapchat by any chance? Okay, so, uh, I do. so, so the filters on there are Snapchats, and they got a new thing no. where you can take your... Mikey, you're like 40. <laughs> um, but you got... <laughs> You've got you've got your new where you can place your Bitmoji on the ground and you can kind of interact with them now. Um, that has a lot more uh, practical use. So, for example, say I'm going on vacation to Australia and I look at uh, the Opera House in Sydney and I don't know what it is because I'm a dumb American and I live under a rock. Okay, so I have these 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 Apple contacts in. I, I got my Apple contacts in. And I look at the Opera House, and it says, this is the Sydney Opera House. It was built in wherever. Um, this is the upcoming events. It puts it right on my eyes. And then um, my my friend that came with me on the trip texts me, or Mikey texts me and says, hey, um, do you want to go uh, to the zoo and see some actual kangaroos in Australia? And it'll pop up on my eyes. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. So you got AR that. You've also got AR that and VR that could be in the classroom, for example. Um, how cool would it be to... Go to the Colosseum in Rome during a gladiator match and be able to experience it live on the uh, on the floor of the Colosseum. It'd be, would be it would cool. be great history lessons too. So you've got that with VR. Uh, yeah. Also, Mikey, you. But what? But what do we want? Oh, gaming. Yeah, I'd I mean say. that's the thing. Like I've heard a lot of people talk about mm-hmm. the the educational benefits of VR and AR and and the the benefits to the porn industry the as well. I've also heard that. Um, but but like I, I'm I'm excited about gaming prospects for it. Like I want to see that. Like I I don't think we necessarily have to wait for all that to exist before it comes to gaming. I think gaming can sort of lead the way. Hmm. Um, so I'm I'm so determined to like make it a thing and let it happen, but think, it, yeah, it is frustrating. It is I frustrating. Think you're very limited by just first person in in terms yeah. of gaming. Like um, I don't think that uh, Resident Evil Seven really sold many units, and that's the only reason that I personally would be getting a a VR unit at this point in time. Mm-hmm. I've heard great things about Batman and things like that, but that's a like a three yeah. hour experience right there. Um. Mm. Whereas I would easily jump back into Resident Evil to play that game in VR. Here's the issue, I think, with gamer gaming with VR. Um, they're thinking one way. They're thinking, oh, it's on your face, so it has to be first person. Um, well, what else can it be? I don't... Oh, well, I mean, I could be sitting down over the top watching Pac-Man play directing him, using my hands and shit like that. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think RTSs as it's, well, it has pretty yeah, good. Yeah, RTS would be amazing. Oh, that's you are a freaking genius. That is how you get hey. RTSs onto consoles. 
VR. That is not a press start idea. That is a Gamer Nation podcast <laughs> idea because it happened on our airwaves. Spend $1,000 and you can play RTS on console. Thank you very much. Yes, that is that is our, our, our intellectual property now, especially you ones. <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean, I just, I think they're, they're not, they're too scared to think outside of the box. Mm. Um, like, they're too scared to get Dota on VR, which Dota's actually on VR, it's just not good. It's just a screen, isn't yeah. it? Like a virtual, yeah, that's all virtual it is. big screen. That's all it is. Um, but I, I think they're, they're not thinking outside. Of, you all, you obviously got um, uh, very uh, very much potential with it. I mean, I, I'm trying to sit here and think. Your cutscenes would be great with it. Um, I mean, obviously, there's cinema approaches you can take to it. So movies. Uh, what else though? What do y'all? What else do y'all think could do it? Because I mean, I really. Uh, they get paid the big bucks. I don't get paid nothing for this shit, and I can't think of nothing. So well, I know that if they can, I'll, 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 heavily invested in it, and they obviously bought out Oculus as well because they mm-hmm. they see mm-hmm. um uh, like social aspects to to VR, like um like PlayStation Home. I don't know if you guys remember that. That's like uh, kind of the best example I can think yes. of is like this simulated world where you can sort of interact with your friends and do all sorts of dumb things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but like you know maybe that will have kind of cool sort of uh, applications. Um, even for sort of like collaborative sort of work um kind of like modeling stuff like oh. that you know maybe it'll work out like um i remember that that a e3 uh um presentation that microsoft did with the hololens when th- this is mm. augmented reality but like showing the way that minecraft could be interacted with on a table um was really exciting seeing like there's so many different applications you could you could do with that even like in, in, in educational and business sort of sectors too um so yeah, like I, I am really excited for like all the prospects, but I am like particularly excited about what they can do within gaming, and I don't want like that to sort of be it's overshadowed a, by the other other users. It's a tough, tough cookie to cracker. It really is. I mean, I, I can't really first person shoot. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, RTS. Imagine, imagine us doing a podcast and we're sitting down in VR with our avatars, mm. and the viewer and the viewer could sit down with you. Yeah. I mean that, that yeah that's pretty cool and like um people are talking about uh like video uh sorry um uh like concerts uh live performances stuff like that like yeah. you can feel like you're actually there in the audience and pay-per-views like yeah like pay-per-views like that yeah That'd sporting be... events stuff like that like that that's all pretty pretty exciting um Again, like I still think there's still so much application gaming? In, in gaming too, um, and it does involve. Yeah. You're right, like out of the box sort of thinking, um, probably by someone much smarter than myself. Um, but even like sort of yeah, like board is. game scenarios, like you could be doing sort of simulation board games where you're actually sat around with your friends' avatars or whatever, um, or mm-hmm. like trading card kind of games, like seeing like Magic the Gathering sort of on on video game. Um, ah. sort of Come on, man! Let them let them get out of the house and. Play play it yeah i know it is starting <laughs> have you guys seen that that's that uh bruce willis movie surrogates where they're all just kind of like wired into simulations and they just send their robots yes. out to the real world it's yeah kind of basically the matrix. That's the point aren't we yes <laughs> i'm getting there i'm just I don't mind it it'll be all right i'm just worried that the world is going to end up like um the movie oh that um that oh crap i just went blank the matrix no that um, Pixar film. Wally. Wally. Yeah. Where everyone's just up on a spaceship and not doing anything and just becoming worst, fat. Yeah. Worst scenario, yes. That would be the worst scenario. <laughs> well, I guess 
Ewan, I've got questions for you before we wrap this thing up. Oh, um, sure. Mikey, I'm going to ask you these questions, too, because we've never done this before. This is um, a round of gamer questions. Um, I've picked out five questions, um, and they have to answer them truthfully and on the spot. Um, Mikey's never heard them. The he does know my son. <laughs> okay. So the first one's an easy one. It's not really gamer-related. It's more nerd culture-related. But what is... You and I'm going to go with you first, then Mikey second. You know, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? My favorite why? Star Wars movie is Empire Strikes Back. Uh, okay, obvious. And because, why? Yeah, uh, because of its uh, the tone of the film. I love that it's a dark Star Wars film. Uh, it so. ends it ends particularly darkly as well. It's got the the oh. famous plot to it twist, of course. Um, of all time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, that's a truly special movie. I would give credit to A New Hope as well because it sets everything up and like being the first, I think it deserves merit for that. But yeah, Empire okay, so, was a better film. So Empire's the obvious answer. So if, it, if Empire wasn't there, you would pick A New Hope? I think so, yeah. Okay. Mikey, what about you? Look, when I was younger, I... I loved Return of the Jedi. Like, that was, like, my yeah. favorite one. I've always had a thing for, like, just the, the sequel Ewoks. trilogy ones. Possibly Ewoks <laughs> when Mikey was so little. Um, <laughs> obviously, as you grow up, yes, Empire is the, the best of the bunch. But I want to give a special shout-out to Episode 3. Because Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. I, that... That is, I just love the action in that movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. It, the, the, the action made scene that for me. in particular is fantastic. Um, oh. Yes. Dude, the, the scene where Obi-Wan tells uh, Anakin, you were my brother, Anakin, I love yeah. you. That's like the most heart-wrenching scene in the whole franchise ever. No, yeah. like, no, 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 <laughs> yes, no. Well, that, that, that scene has been ruined for me because of all the memes that have come out oh. since then. <laughs> They've only just started coming out, haven't they? Prequel memes is a subreddit on Reddit, and it's just <laughs> the best thing ever. It is amazing. Um, I would have to go, uh, obviously, Empire, but Empire doesn't count. So I'm going to go with Rogue One, actually. Oh, okay. I was going to ask where you reckon Rogue One sits. I, yes, I also, Rogue too, really loved Rogue One. Again, a film um, that ends fantastically well. Yes, I didn't like the music to it as much because it wasn't John Williams, but I can get used to it. I didn't like the words mm. that appeared on screen. I didn't like the beginning, but... The third act is the best battle sequence I've seen in mm. any Star Wars. And when Darth Vader mm. steps foot on Mon Calamari's ship to hunt down the rebels and it's dark and it's quiet and you hear him stepping and his breathing, then his lightsaber lights up. It's just like, oh. Yeah. Absolutely shit. fantastic. Goosebumps. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question. All right. So, turds. what's up? Just quickly. What's up, Light side or dark side? Dark side. Uh, yeah, dark side. You. Are you going to ask you, me who my favorite Sith Lord is as well? Yes. Darth Maul. I you, you fucking love Darth Maul. Sick. Whatever happened to truth, justice, and the American way? <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, so next question. Name a game that y'all think is great, but everyone else thinks is awful. Uh, Stuntman Ignition. What? <laughs> <laughs> I... My brother and I fucking love Stuntman Ignition. It's a great game. 
Is that just is it a multiplayer game that sort of you and your brother bonded over? Uh, yeah, it was like one of those because you would like it would only have like uh, eight or so levels really um, that where you're trying to compete for a high score. Uh, so we we would just get really competitive about it and trying to post <laughs> the highest score each time. And so we kind of got like really into the nitty gritty of like getting all the turns like just right to maximize the points and land the jump in just the right way. Um, so yeah, we got we got like quite quite into that. So we had a lot of fun with that game, but I know most people didn't. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe I traded that game in back in the day. Another yeah. horror yeah. trade in. Uh, what about you, Mike? Too Human, hands down. Really? Um, I love Too Human. It's it's like Diablo uh, with a lot more action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that the story was there. I saw the potential that that they sort of came out and they said that it was going to be a trilogy, but obviously uh, th- there was a lot of issues with development of that game and it never came around. And I'm sad to this day that that was the first and the last game of that game. It had its faults, yes, but I I loved it. It, it catered to my OCD of collecting sort of sets and things like that. Uh, the action w- was good and the story was just king for me. I really love sort of the fact that it was like Norsemith yeah. and in a tech world sort of thing. Okay, so uh, mine, I'm stuck between two games. It's either... Uh, DJ Hero. I fucking love DJ Hero. <laughs> it was amazing, dude. Yes, y'all forgot about DJ Hero. I know. I know. And the terrible. later Tony Hawk Pro Skater games, like the, the newer ones after Underground, um, like Underground 2 and stuff that people hated, I absolutely loved. Uh, oh, yeah. What was it? Was that like uh, Project 8? Is yeah, that well, what you're talking I, about? I enjoyed Pro- I, I Well, those are a little bit newer. I'm talking about in between the game with the board and... Uh, Tony oh, Hawk's like, I love like Thug 2 and stuff. Yeah, I love, I love Tony Hawk. Oh, I didn't like Thug 2. I love Thug I didn't two. like Thug 2. All right, I just so, thought it was too Bam and Buddy... Of course, it was, it, called, of course um, it was Bam. Bam and Rock. Okay, so next question. Uh, Ewan, you've been kidnapped. The last character you played as is coming to get you. How fucked are you? The last character I played as is coming oh, yeah. to get me. Yes. Um... Well, uh, yeah, I I was playing more Zelda today. So if Link was coming after me, I would I would probably be pretty screwed because that that kid just never gives up. <laughs> he does He never says shit, and he just hoards weapons and comes at you with everything he's got. He's coming to save you. <laughs> oh, coming oh, to coming save, to save yeah, me. He's been kidnapped. Oh, oh, I'm fine, man. Yeah, yeah. Link's 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 my hero. Unless he, finds, sure he brings enough weapons. Unless he finds yeah. Them yeah. Unless he finds grass so or chicken and doesn't get distracted by Korok seeds and shit like that. <laughs> Stay on task, for God's sake. Well, Mikey, what about you? Well, technically, the last game I played was Heavy Rain and Madison. So. Yeah, I'm pretty fucked. <laughs> okay, mine is my GTA Five character named Crazy. He has an affinity. Uh-huh. He has an affinity for rocket launchers and sticky bombs. So, <laughs> I, I, I love how you've separated yourself from your GTA character. Yes. <laughs> Probably best. <laughs> you you want to know why they call me fucking crazy? I'll show you what. And he'll he's Italian for some reason, and there's a fifty fifty chance I die because he blows me up because he he has no regard. But yeah, so there's that. So, uh, next question. You awake one morning with 10 skill points to assign to your life. Where do you put them? Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, uh, I would contribute probably a healthy chunk towards 
um, some sort of motivation to have a healthy, active lifestyle. <laughs> okay. Uh, make better dietary choices. Um, ooh, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe in keeping with that sort of, you know, like plus five to sort of agility. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe three to agility, two, two to strength, perhaps. Four five. Um, yeah, you know. I, I'm sort of stretching the limits of 10. Charisma, I could do with being better. I'd like to be better at sort of like going into a bar and, and chatting to girls, getting myself out of sticky situations. Hey, you and I'll be a wingman any day, man. It's oh, all right. Thanks, man. I can always stress you have my back. The bromance. The bromance. I'm getting jealous. Mikey, where are you putting your skill points? <laughs> Plus 10 dick size. <laughs> oh, man. I was going plus 10. Can I, can I change my answer? Yes. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I'm going. Well I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go plus ten substance resistance, so I can do as many drugs as I can. Yes, this is- but don't you want to? But wouldn't you want to? Like you know, experience the drugs. I want to do a lot of them. Okay, I want to be the guy that you're like. Yeah. Holy shit! He just did his nineteenth rail of coke. I don't do drugs. I don't condone drugs, guys. So actually, no. I'm putting plus ten to um to health, so I can live long. I don't. I don't think he's heard of Merv Hughes. That's, that's the best answer. Like he's gonna just boost his health. Yes. Like just. I start playing every RPG. Live a anyway. longer, I'm just longer, healthier life. Either health or armor, whichever <laughs> one or attack. <laughs> all right. So the last one's my favorite. It's the best one of all. The zombie apocalypse. Our gamers love zombies, guys. Uh, the zombie apocalypse mm. has happened. There are. Mm, there's nobody alive on Earth. So this is actually a two-part question. Mm. Um, first. You can watch. Well, what could my plus 10 dick size going to be? <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. Actually, hold on. Actually, hold on. That's going to help you in a second here. Can you weaponize it in some way? That's going to help you in a second. Let me get it's to it. Baseball bat. All right, so you have access to power for one TV, and you found one movie to watch that isn't Star Wars. What is that one movie? Oh, jeez. That's the only movie you can watch ever oh. again. Um... Far out. I mean, I'm just, I'm just I'll walking through my thought processes. I'm thinking like other favorite movies would be um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Oof. Alien. But I don't. I mean, I've seen those movies so many times already. Like, I don't know if I could, I could do that. It would have to be a movie where there's like some, like a really quick witted movie where you kind of get something out of it every time you okay. watch it. It has to be something uh, that'll keep you alive from the doom and gloom. Because let's be honest, it's going to be really depressing. You're the only person left on Earth. That's true. Yeah, maybe it needs to be like a, a light-hearted comedy or something. Um, maybe this off off the wall answer, but maybe I'll say two thousand one: A Space Odyssey, so uh, I can commit some time into properly understanding that film. Ah, uh, that's a good one, <laughs> Mikey. What you going with? Buffy the Vampire Layer. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, super bad. Super. Bad. I love that movie. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Book of Eli so I can uh, get some pointers. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah, that I love That's that movie. Fantastic yeah. good movie. Idea. Okay. Second part to the question. From it. Second part to the question. Surprise! You're not the last person on Earth. A woman has walked into the room, and it's your job to repopulate the Earth with this woman. Who is this woman? It can be anybody, alive or dead. Uh, going through the spank bank right now. <laughs> um, in, I would probably say either Jennifer Lawrence or oh. Emma Watson. Oh, 
Okay. Those are yeah. Those are my Mikey, two my two girl crushes. Pick, your, pick one, man. Yeah, yeah. Pick one. Um. I'm gonna have to go Jennifer Lawrence. I think she'd just be more fun. Yeah, she has got a little bit better personality. Mikey, your uh, your skill points helped you out a little bit here, huh? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Who you going with, Mikey? Uh... See, my first instinct go to Katy Perry. Ah. But I don't. I don't like what she's done with her hair recently. <laughs> it's the zombie apocalypse. I doubt you're gonna like what she's doing with her hair. Uh, I'm very articulate. <laughs> um, I would probably say Triss from The Witcher. Ooh, oh, good call. That's a very deep very pick. So you... I love Triss. Not so much of a Gwenefer fan then, no? More of a Triss? No. That was a that was a moral dilemma for me, man. No, <laughs> I, I was in I was in love with Triss since I got that first naked card of her in The Witcher one. <laughs> me? It was, yeah, the, I'm going just like so polar opposites. But I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just so... daydreaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, this, this is a tough segment. This is a tough segment. Me, I am. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm in and out. I've, I've got so many. Celebrity crushes. I'm really. I hope you'd be. Um, <laughs> I have to be up. I'm gonna pick Mia Khalifa because I love her, the porn star. Oh, don't, her. don't pretend like you don't know. Yeah. No, yeah, it took me go, go through the indexing of favorites. Yeah, Mia Khalifa, man. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh my. I mean, I know she loves her sports and stuff. Yes. But... You saw her at the Wizards game the other day. I am. I am so in love with her just because of basketball. I love when it came to like having to repopulate the earth. We're like, we didn't. Well, I'd want to like find the the smartest kind of best <laughs> engineer. So we're gonna get like some good gene pool going. We're just like, oh, who's the most attractive celebrity? Because they can't say no. <laughs> I suppose they could, but they could always say no. But yes, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's this has been so much fun. You and I, I do like I said, again. I've said it seventeen times. It's gonna be eighteen. I do appreciate you coming on though. Thank you very much for having me. It's been an absolute blast. We have to do this again, Mikey. Uh, yes, I, this has been a fantastic episode. I think. Uh, look, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I've had more fun on this one than any of the other yes. ones. Not that we don't have a lot of fun, but you and um, it's it's been so great for you to donate your time, um, and take our take our generous donation to your cause yeah, it's, 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 uh... <laughs> not at all not at all I, I really appreciate you guys having me on and also uh in what you're doing here i think is it, is fantastic um and uh thanks again for your support of, of uh press start as well hey you know, oh. tell everybody where they can find you homie uh you can follow me on twitter uh and instagram for that matter at you and underscore roxborough um yes i do have an underscore some london bbc producer beat me to it um uh, and uh, you can follow everything press start does um at pressstart.com.au or follow us on the social media of your choice or all of them all of them are good they, that suits us uh at pressstart.au uh what's the name of the podcast again the hash Hashtag. Oh yeah, and our and uh, our podcast. Yeah, thank you guys. You reminded me how to promote myself. Um, <laughs> our, our podcast is uh, is a weekly podcast. Um, we're coming up to our hundredth episode. We actually took a week off this week in preparation for something big that we can do to celebrate that. Uh, it is the, called the Startcast. You can find us all the place, same places you will be able to find this one. I'm sure, like iTunes. You guys got it all covered, don't mm-hmm. you? We try. We think. <laughs> Well, I think. Uh, well, there's SoundCloud's giving us some grief at the moment. Oh, really? 
Yeah, we'll figure it out. We're running out of space. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm step up and just pay for it. You know, it's whatever it is. Whatever I've not is. figured out Spotify yet either. Like, uh, how do you get your podcast on it's, Spotify? It's I'm not sure. They don't let you do it yet. You got to be, uh, you got to be like super, super giant. Um, like top Yeah, 10. they've been talking about this for so long, I though. This is stupid. I suppose it was like a couple of years ago I looked into getting mm-hmm. it on there. and I've been trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. Tight-lipped. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll do some more research for us and see. Mikey, where can they... Uh, where can they find you at home? Uh, you can find me at mad under. Oh, shit, you don't know your Twitter name. Mad, mad, Mike, <laughs> mad Mikey Gaming on Instagram and Twitter. The Mikey's got two E's, E Y uh, in the Mikey. The rest is obviously just Mad Mike, Mad Gaming. And over on YouTube, uh, it's Mad Mikey Gaming as well. The same thing. And on Facebook as well, uh, Mad Mikey Gaming. I'm looking at doing a couple of different things there uh, soon. Uh, we've also got our Gamer Nation uh, YouTube well, Facebook page as well. Yes. Uh, you can find me, McBeasy Gaming, on everything. McBeasy Gaming with an underscore, except for Twitch because I'm a dumbass. That's just McBeasy uh. with an underscore. Guys, it's Mother's Day over there. Um, I thank you. It's Mother's Day now for you, yes, isn't it? Yes, is it is. One fifty-one. I'm gonna call my mom at one fifty-one in the morning and tell her Happy Mother's Day. Oh, She's gonna be so it. mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mom doesn't listen to my podcast. If she if she's listening, I'm sorry for the foul language. You, you you'll be okay. Um, again, <laughs> you and thank you. We'll have to do this again soon, brother. Thank you. I would love to. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. Happy Mother's Day to everyone. We'll catch y'all next time. Happy gaming. Oh, damn. What is it, dog? I forgot it's Mother's Day. Didn't get a gift for her. Other plans got in the way. She'll be so disappointed. Damn, I forgot it too. This could have been avoided. What the hell are we gonna do? My mom's been so alone ever since my daddy left. Call